to Game and Makeup, episode five. Episode five. Exciting. My name is Haley McLean, and as always, I'm with... Uh, Michael Tucker. Michael Tucker. So those, anyone who's new to this show, the premise of this show is Michael and I are dating, and we both like video games. True. This is true. And we'll, we go back and forth, forcing each other to play games that we love because we have very different tastes in video games. Absolutely. So should we go through our repertoire so far? I made Michael play Twilight Princess. Every side character in this game looks like a goddamn mutant I that was like thrown <laughs> into a vat of acid. And then I made you play Dark Souls. <laughs> That's even. How are you gonna excuse? How are you gonna excuse Blight Town? How are you gonna excuse those fucking? You don't have to platform in Blight Town. You just roll down the ladders. That's platforming, my my guy. <laughs> I made you play Super Mario Sunshine. Obviously, don't do the coin shit because the coin shit sucks. And great, you know what? That was literally my point from the beginning. So cool. But Thanks. you can't knock the rest of it because sure there's I coin. I made you play Resident Evil Four. That's even too. When you shot the zombie in the head and it exploded, that's a pretty natural way of telling you to shoot them in the head. Efficiently. Kill <laughs> what do you them? mean efficiently? And now it's my turn again, and it's wow. fall. Mm-hmm. It's cozy vibes. It's Bath and Body Works candles. It's leaves. It's fairy lights. And I wanted to Michael to play Night in the Woods, mm-hmm. one of my favorite games of all time. Well, of all time? Absolutely. It's, wow. in, it's in my top ten, for sure. Right on. That's cool. Did I you not know that? that? No, not, not, it knows your top ten. I, it might even be in my top five. Wow. Which is bold, I know. That is very bold. To say at the top of the show where you might start saying some bad negative things about it. <laughs> That's fair. So Michael's played the game in its entirety in, in preparation for this podcast, and you have never played it before? Uh, we played it a little bit when we first started dating a couple years ago. We made it like, I don't know, maybe two hours in, a third of the way through, and we kind of dropped, oh, yeah. dropped it because life got in the way kind of thing. That was right when the pandemic was starting, wasn't no, it? No, no, way before that. Was it way before that? Yeah, like three, four years ago now. Oh, fair. Yeah. So what we're going to do today is we're just going to talk about the game. Michael's going to give me his opinions. I'll give him my opinions. And as always, we make up in the end. Yeah, despite all the mean things one of us <laughs> we'll might be say mean, but... about one of their top five games of all time. <laughs> I was nice to Dark Souls and Resident Evil. So yeah, great I... games. Why wouldn't you be? <laughs> this is a great game, too. Uh, yeah, before... It's a game. <laughs> it's a game. It is a game. Uh, before we start, though, we thought it was important to mention um, some of the background surrounding this game. So one of the core creators of this game... In 2019, had some very serious uh, sexual abuse and basic abuse allegations lodged against them. Um, not going to be kind of the center of the topics that we're going to talk about in this podcast at all, really. We're just talking more about the game itself. Um, but it felt respectful to mention, at least at the Absolutely. top of the show. Definitely worth mentioning. We'd be remiss if we didn't mention it. It would Certainly. feel like something was missing. We like so. have a lot of fun on this show, obviously, but we still it's important to address these things. Definitely. Absolutely. So, anyways, we'll begin with Michael. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How'd you like Night in the Woods? That's a very broad question. It's super I know, broad, but I like it. I like just the sort general of broad... vibes. Um, this is gonna be a hard one to talk about, Hale. I'm not gonna lie to you, because I'm very, very conflicted on it. Interesting. Um, because on the one hand, there's so many things about this game that I truly loved, loved. And I, use, I don't use that term lightly, because there's, and there's some things about this game that really irked me, that really bothered me, but if, if, in those broad, general, what I think about Night in the Woods, 
it's a pretty good game. Nice, okay. It's a pretty good game with some major, major issues that I want to kind of get into. Okay. Uh, before I get into them, though, I think, you know, you know about this game a lot more than me and probably most of the people watching or and or listening to this. I yeah. know you love this game. I, you have the platinum trophy on this game. It's my rarest platinum. Which is insane to me that you get the platinum. You have to play this game so many times. I think it's like five or six Five play- okay, so another thing I might say is I play this game every fall. Right. It came out in 2017 in February, which isn't fall, but I since then I, I replay it every fall, and I don't know why, but it's extremely comforting. I just like that specific energy around that time of year. I associate it with this game in the last few years. So the, sure. I've replayed it two times like the year it came out, and then once a year since then. Mm-hmm. So it's five times. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. And, like, not to mention multiple playthroughs for the Platinum, you did that one year. So it was, like, probably, like, six. Not, like a total of, like, seven or eight times you played through. I guess you don't play through its entire. I think it platinum. was six to- six times. Wow. Because there's tough... Tro- this is... It, it is my rarest Platinum until I get Red Dead 2. <laughs> In 2023. <laughs> yeah, I'll check back. It'll, whenever we're doing the Red Dead 2 episode, that means I've gotten the Platinum. Because that's when I'm ready to talk about <laughs> I'm it. I'm looking forward to the Red Dead 2 You actually, You actually have to get the Platinum before you have to talk about it with me. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, but yeah, uh, I mean, I guess you kind of already got into a little bit, but like, why do you love this game so much? Is, oh it, ju- is it just the vibes? Is it? No, th- I think this game is extremely good in various ways. The music's amazing. I mm-hmm. think the art style is like really unique and, and like cutesy, but still like has this ability to become dark. Sure. Right? Like, when you look at it on its face, it's like, oh, cute animals running around. Like, wow, okay. Mm-hmm. But then it has this whole other, like, very cosmic, existential dread elements that get added to it. And the art style doesn't really change that much, but you feel bad. Even though in all the other scenes, you're like, Greg's wiggling his arms. I love this game. And then all of a sudden, sure. you're talking to God, and you're thinking about death. And it's still the same art style, but they get those two emotions at the same time. Mm-hmm. I think that's impressive. Mm-hmm. The di- The dialogue's insanely good yeah sure these are conversations i've had sometimes like there's one specific conversation that may has with her mom that i think i've had verbatim with my parents before sure that like while i was going through it i've never played a game where i was like i've had this exact conversation and i and then you could it's almost like i was pretensing what they were gonna say i knew what they were gonna say yeah because they were acting like how my parents act when they're upset with me and I knew what they were going to say and everything, it made me connect a lot more to, to May mm-hmm. and just to other general characters. And I also played it at a time when I was 23. Yep. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Sure. I felt very pressured to know what I wanted to do with my life. And I started playing this game and it like made me cry sometimes because it was like, hitting the nail on the head so clearly of I'm not a kid anymore, but I still feel like one, it's not fair that I have to decide my whole life right now, mm-hmm. which this game handles pretty interestingly. Sure. So it just like stabbed me 10 different ways. I was like, Oh, I relate. And it was great. And I loved it a lot. And that's why I keep replaying it. Plus the fall vibes. Sure. That's my, my favorite time of year. Yeah. No, um, all the stuff you said, uh, I agree with. All that stuff's great. Thanks, everybody. I love the vibes. Next time on Game of <laughs> No, because there's one very important thing, Haley, that you didn't mention and your things you praise about this this video game. That would be the gameplay, mm-hmm. which is my sort of 
major argue problem. With We're starting this game. in on this argument very early. Well, We're we might as well get in. it out of the way. We might as well get it out of the way because it's kind of my main whole problem with the game. Because I 100 percent agree with you. I love the dialogue in this game. I didn't think I would because yeah. when I first started playing it for this episode, you know, the first it, and I think you can probably agree that the game has a pretty slow start. But that's kind of the point. Mm-hmm. It's got a slow start. We You're... know from Twilight Princess that I like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's but it's slow and honestly the kind of dialogue I was getting real real life is strange vibes. Life is strange episode or part one, it which gets, is it gets compared to that a which lot. Which is a game that I couldn't finish because no humans talk like that in the world. Michael, you're being hella weird. What yeah, are you talking man, about? Hella, hella weird, hella you. <laughs> and it's like I, I couldn't even finish Life is Strange past uh, episode one of the first games so I was like I can't handle these characters and I tur- and I never went back and mm-hmm. I was kind of getting that vibe a little bit early from Night in the Woods but then a credit to the writing on on the team who made this game uh, the characters the dialogue like you said is, is so natural and organic and as they open up you get sort of past that superficial Funky. yeah artificial layer that we all have when we're you know talking to people sometimes and you have your real conversations um, the developers really nailed that aspect the writing in this game is great. Yeah. The art style, like you said, it's great. The warm palette, the autumn palette, the blues and the oranges and the yellows and the browns. It's very cozy. Mm-hmm. Um, no arguments with you there on that one at all. And the music, again, incredible. Fits the scenes perfectly. Uh, wonderful, wonderful soundtrack. But again, that's everything in a video game except the gameplay. Where, And, tell, and please tell me where I'm incorrect in what I'm about to say in my statement. No. Night in the Woods mostly consists of getting out of your bed, going downstairs of your house, and then running to the left to talk to people, your friends, the people in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. and then waiting for the next cutscene to happen so you can do it all again for about seven to ten hours. Yeah. Not very fun. From a, from a purely gameplay perspective. And, like, hear me out, because this is, like... I don't want to be one of these guys on the internet <laughs> who, be that guy. who decides what is or isn't a video game. Because, you know, I, I'll fully admit, like, my, my little gremlin gamer brain wants, yeah. it wants scores, right? It wants the numbers to go up. It wants the dodge rolls. It wants mechanics. It wants the bang, bang. It wants the shooty. It wants the high scores. <laughs> the bang, bang, shooty, yeah. Right? And not, and not every game has to be that. I'm fully aware and I love lots of narrative-focused video games. I do. And I want to get and kind of do some comparisons maybe later on with some of those video games I love and compare it to this. But at its core, the actual, you know, I was thinking about how I wanted to phrase this, and I think I phrased it pretty well. I know we use a lot of food analogies on this show. Oh, yeah. We should pretext that with uh, Super Mario Sunshine is Tropical Skittles. Yeah, as you can see in, in, our, in our previous episode. It, it is. And... Night in, Night in the Woods is a lot of sides with not a lot of meat. There's no protein to this okay. game. There's lots of great writing and art styles and vibes, which are your potatoes and your green beans, maybe, or your corn. It's a Thanksgiving dinner it is, <laughs> without the turkey. It's, it, that's, that's the title of the episode right there. It's perfect. I just handed you that. But, oh, I'm already cranky. I'm already. <laughs> I'm gonna let you speak your truth. Though. Yeah, that's kind of was my main sort of problem with it. I, you know, there's very light platforming elements. To call this game a platformer would be very generous. I think. Yeah, it's not a platformer. There's a triple jump you have to use maybe four times in the game to move forward. Yeah. 
there's there's these little mini game sections spread throughout. You know, it's sort of like a rhythm guitar hero s game. There's like that's sh- the hardest bit. Shoplifting pretzels and shoplifting stuff from like a hot topic, and it kind of honestly felt when I was playing it, those were literally shoved in because the developers like, well, we need some gameplay because there's nothing going on in this game except running to the left and talking to people. Which and again, these characters are great. They're very charismatic. I loved talk and I and I'm you know something I don't really do. I talk to everybody that I could on my way to my two main characters, uh, B and Greg. And Greg. Sort of the two main people you hang out with over the course of the game. But I talked to Selma and I talked to the Russian astrology guy because I enjoyed talking to them. Mm-hmm. But it honestly felt that it was just moving to the left, which was not a very fun game for me, personally. Thoughts? Disputes? Am, oh. I, am I wrong? Uh... I noticed you said move to the left quite a bit. Yeah. You said that like four or five times. Yeah. So I wanna I wanna talk a little bit about um Yes, gameplay can make a game, but it also doesn't have to be the thing that makes a game. Sure. It could be something that's added to accentuate the story or the world even further. Mm-hmm. Why do we need to erect these walls? <laughs> Between these three things. Oh, what? God. So story, world, and play, as I've previously attested, are the three things that make a video game. Sure. You can have a really stacked story. Yeah. And just a little, you know, little world, little gameplay where it's pretty much like a text-based game. Mm-hmm. Like adventure would sure. be like that, right? Stories hyped up and gameplay and whatever world are pretty low. Yeah, sure. Or you could have a stacked story, world, and gameplay like Dark Souls. Those have three stacked tiers, right? Yeah. Sure. But you don't necessarily, like, them being stacked doesn't doesn't equate to the quality of the game at the end. Like, no. to have, like, right. three right. tall piles yeah. doesn't equal better game, I don't think. No. No. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Any, as, anyways, that's my pretext. So, what I think this game does really well is, yes, it doesn't have a lot of gameplay. And it almost feels, like, it. I think it takes whatever interactivity it has and makes the themes of the game more strong makes the point that like the messages is trying to convey makes the world more interesting and makes the story better. Okay. So just to take your going left thing. Mm-hmm. So in games, what direction do you go to move forward? Typically to the right. Mario goes to the right. When you're writing, you write to the right. When you're doing a timeline of events, you go to the right. Every day, May wakes up and goes left back into town. Whoa, man. I didn't think about it that way. But, right? Like, it's... <laughs> Sorry. Yes, no, let's not go on. Sorry. It's interesting. I'm being a dick. <laughs> it's not... It's interesting. And even when you first get in the train station, you go yeah. left. The town's to the left. Yeah. She's constantly cycling in this repetitious loop mm-hmm. backwards because mm-hmm. she's left college. May, May was going to college and she came home and it kind of gets revealed later, like all those intentions. We can get yeah. into that a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, so we don't want to spoil too much. I mean, it's like a bit of a spoiler no, people cast. Should play, people should play this game. We don't want to spoil it too much. Okay. No, I think we should. Okay. Spoilers. Spoilers. Spoilers ahoy for Night in the Woods, by the way. We, we won't. Once we start getting into the spoilery things, I'll say it again. So for people who want to listen a bit more, how about yeah, that? Okay. But anyways, cool, cool, so cool. she's going to the left every day. She's revisiting her past every day. She's home. It's comfortable. She left, 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 left all day. Yeah. So, yes, that's kind of basic that you just loop back through town over and over and talk to people, but it's accentuating 
comfort and like going backwards and regressing back into trying to be your teenage self again, not being ready to go right yet. Mm-hmm. And while that's simple, I don't think it needs to be she's like doing crazy platforms and like doing puzzles to go left. I think just her going left is enough. Okay. That's like an example. Sure. Do you know what I mean? No, no. I I 100% see your point. And I didn't think about that. So that's that's very fair. Because, I mean, to to touch quickly again on the themes of this game, I resonated a lot with them. I'm from a somewhat small town city myself. Yeah. I thought you were really going to connect with that concept of a town changing over time. I did. I did. I certainly did. And, uh, you know, not to get too personal on here or anything, but I I have also had feelings and misgivings about my you know my place in the world in regards to the perspectives of others on me like feeling like somewhat of a failure in the eyes of some people so i resonated a lot with may's struggle and you know obviously going back to your hometown seeing your old high school friends seeing where they went where what people are there what people aren't there that's a very real thing and i resonated a lot with that like the themes are all great i guess the question that kept coming up in my head as I was playing Night in the Woods was, does this really need to be a video game? And that, and that again, that sounds like one of these, that, that guy on the internet statements. It, it, but I'm just, for, for the sake of not to be, and like, not it's devil's the, advocate. No, yeah. Here. Well, that we wouldn't talk about anything if you came in here and said it was pretty and that <laughs> It was good. pretty good. I like walking to the left. Yeah. Uh, but... You know, because obviously this game is inspired so much of, like, 90s adventure games, you know, Tales of Monkey Island, uh, or Escape from Monkey Island, Maniac Mansion, Sam and Max Hit the Road, Grim Fandango, like, these point-and-click adventure games, and, you know, from and the art style, like, and not saying I needed, like, oh, I need to put the, put the socket in the thing to make the thing go so I can now progress the story. I don't need, like, I don't need those kinds of arbitrary gameplay barriers i guess that a lot of these games are barriers well well, and barriers in the sense of like you know the same way a goomba is a barrier a barrier in super mario brothers something an obstacle in the in the player's way you know that's what puzzles are in adventure games you have to solve the puzzles to yeah move forward which is and like yours and i get your to your point of having those three pillars of gameplay, you don't need a perfect three pillar to go for the game to be good. I 100% agree with that. Mm-hmm. I just feel there's so little... It's very clear the focus on this game was telling a very interesting and compelling story, which they succeeded on all fronts. It just felt like the gameplay felt very sidelined to, to, to a degree that for someone like me, and not everybody, and this is just me, like I wish there was more stuff to do to like make those moments with these characters feel more rewarding i think i would have enjoyed you know talking to b and greg and all these characters more if there was a little bit of challenge or obstacles to get through to those conversations so i can resonate with them or maybe they come with you and and i don't want to sorry i don't want to criticize the game for what it isn't rather than what it is because that's not fair yeah but you don't have to tiptoe around it like so but that's not what this this is about being comfortable, right? Sure. She's she's not she was uncomfortable at school. She faced challenges at school. Right. Now she's home. Yeah. And the and the small challenges she does face are like playing with Greg in the woods doing a stab game. You never played that one. That one's actually yeah, yeah. kind of fun. You stab his hand. And sure. Um stealing with B, like that technically is a challenge, but you know, anything that becomes something that's difficult to do outside of co- just basic conversation she has. Yeah. Or they'll make it a little mini game because, like, 
why does why can't those exist and just be there? Why do they need to be stringed along with a bunch of other things? Why can't it be what it is with some mini games in it? Why doesn't that why is that becoming like looking at something and their addition is a negative because it could have been more and instead of here's this base thing plus mini games. Right. I don't get why that's not the way you look at it. Like glass half full instead of half empty. Well, <laughs> well sure. I mean, obviously I'm also trying to like create arguments for the sake of this show, right? But, <laughs> yeah. you know, because again, don't get me wrong, I enjoyed my time with Night in the Woods. Yeah. I do, and I would recommend it just to get that out of the way and I'll go, and, but like, <laughs> I guess I just kept, I guess I'll bring up these comparisons right now, right? Because okay. I I feel that Night in the Woods doesn't necessarily use its medium to the degree that it could to illustrate its points. Because I agree with you. The going left point that you made, I really like that point. That's, that's something I didn't think of. And now looking back, I'm like, that makes a lot of sense. Going to the left, going, veering off the known path. Like, yeah. Yeah, everyone, everyone go, that's, Doing the thing, same thing every day. That's a, And that's a cool thing that only can be done in like, because what we expect from video games, right? Yeah. So great, that's a great use of it. But I w- and I wish there was more of that, because I think of the comparison I kept thinking and these like so like what remains of Edith Finch, right? Great game, we love that game. We played it together. It's an awesome game, and I'm not going to spoil what remains of Edith Finch. I would never dare to spoil that game, hmm. or that or. But if you've played what remains of Edith Finch, you know about that part, like that part in what remains of Edith Finch. Yes, I know that, part. which is incredible. I cried like a baby mm-hmm. when that happened. And cause that, but that gate in that moment, what remains me the Finch, it's this perfect cohesion of narration and gameplay and a mixture of those two that just makes for this gut punch of a moment. And that never really happens for me in a way night in the woods that feels as profound as that. I kept waiting for that moment of narration and gameplay to come together and it never really did, mm. which, which is like, you know, it's fine. Yeah. But I just kept waiting and maybe it's just like how I view video games, which is completely different from I'm sure many, many people. But I kept wanting, if you're going to make a video game, like a video game, which can be is such a versatile and buoyant art form, mm-hmm. to have it just be a story-focused adventure with very minor gameplay elements that are that almost feel like again like shoved in think they felt shoved in well it's like it's almost like okay we got we have to have a band practice part because we haven't done a rhythm mini game in a while and we need something that's not walking and talking to everybody no i don't th- i think those i don't know i don't get that i don't get that vibe at all mm-hmm. i think they were they were crafted for each thing and they were thought of and they said this would be cool if we made this part of it right I don't get the... I, I, have the, I have the exact opposite reaction. I don't get the insinuation... or Not the insinuation. I don't get the suggestion that these were afterthoughts. They just seem like compliments to the story. I feel very not that way. Like, compliments... It's like, yeah, stealing something with B is, like, a fun mini game. Yeah. But, like, it didn't really add anything. Well, that... So, I think... Another thing we can talk about is sure. how there's no choice in this game at all. Right. So. Aside from like dialogue options. Aside from dialogue options. You'll always reach the end. Yep. The only real choices you get are who you hang out with. Sure. Um, so you can hang out with most. Um, there's different dialogues and different stories that happen if you hang out with 
Greg, one of your old friends who's a cute little fox, mm-hmm. or B, one of your other older friends um, who's a crocodile, and you can hang out with one and the other one and the other one, or you can save one playthrough for you only hang out with one the whole time or the other one the whole time. And the only real reward you get, the ending's always the same. You just feel different about it. You feel more strongly to one or you feel more strongly to the other or you feel different about the general themes in general because you didn't get to play the Greg stuff. You hung out with B. Yep. Did you hang out with Greg at all? I think I hung out with him once. Um, so I've done mix and match and all B playthrough and all Greg playthrough and the game hits significantly different mm-hmm. depending on your playthrough. Okay. So, like, that's kind of choice and, like, I think, but, like... Sure. Not that it affects outcomes it's not like it's not like um telltale games where arguably things don't really end up mattering that much in the long scheme of things but you can ultimately choose if one person dies or someone else dies in a moment and things change but in this game you you make decisions to hang out with certain people and all you get is different feelings right with the same ending right like how did you feel about b throughout that game Compared to Greg, you probably had very little connection to Greg. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, B. I thought it's like B's my favorite character in the game. Why'd you lean towards B so much? Oh, it just seemed more interesting. Like to be honest, at the beginning of the game, I, the, Greg's whole dynamic with May is like too LOL, random, silly. Like not really my thing. I, I was more. I like Greg a lot. Yeah, that's fair, and that's what I know about you. That's more akin to your personality. I liked B a lot more because she seemed more real. And, uh, you know, and, like, as her story goes on, you learn about her struggles with, like, being forced into being an adult, which she didn't want to, and mm-hmm. struggling with trying to support her family after her mom passes away, which is all very real things and written incredibly well. And I really resonated with her and, like, wanting to, like, have the life that May has that she can't have because of circumstance and all comes down to circumstance. And mm-hmm. It hit pretty hard and I was very, and I, I, couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't imagine, you know, obviously if I ever do play this game, I'll, I'll do a Greg playthrough, but... I can't, like, just, no, I, that scene when you're sitting with B at the end of the party when you go to the city, and, like, such a powerful, beautiful scene. Yeah, that's I huge. can't imagine not being there for, like, yeah. my friend, who she was at that point. So, you know, if you went and hung out with Greg that night, mm-hmm. um, you go to, like, a donut shop with him and Angus, and a bunch of other stuff happens that's really interesting in and of itself between mm-hmm. them. Because they have a really interesting story that I can talk about in a sec, because you didn't get to really hear about it. Sure. But... They tell you that B didn't end up going to the party because she lost her nerve. Right. So she never even went. Right. But if you go with her, she goes. Right. Oh, so that's cool. even B is a bit of a different character. Sure. At the end of the game, compa- like the dialogue doesn't change. I don't believe. No. Like, she doesn't go. That party I didn't go to made me feel different today. Right. But like you know what I mean. Like there's an insinuation that you affected her. Sure. Your choices affected her. She didn't get to yeah. do something because you didn't hang out with her. Right. Sure. Yeah, and that's that's all great. But, that's, again, that's purely narrative. Yeah. Which is, like, not my problem with the game. I love the narrative of this game. Yeah. It's, it's the gameplay, of which, again, there's very little. <laughs> which is, let's be clear, fine. Absolutely fine. You're fine. No one's going to get mad at you. I know, but, like, I just want people, you know, there's all the people who... Let me get mad at him. <laughs> Let me do that. I just, I kept thinking... It's, I mean, I've already said it a bunch, I guess. I just wanted that cohesion of gameplay and narration to come together. They just felt like very two separate things to me. Like, the themes of this game are great, the characters are great, and the narration... Okay, well, I understand that. said it all ad nauseum at this point, at this, at, for the episode so far. I just wanted 
more. And I guess to bring up another <laughs> like this, sorry. I know we're very we're very scholarly people talking about this. Well, ah, uh, the late stage capitalism well, yeah. undertones. I mean, that is something really big oh, about this game we probably should talk about. But anyways, continue. I guess another sort of issue I had um, with the story, and it's it's and it's a small one. It's it is small. Yeah. But we should talk about it because this game is so story focused. I think is like you know, and I get what they were going for. Uh, because I this think game... I know what you're going to explain about. Okay, well, I'm curious. Yeah. So the whole, you know, f- the game takes place over the course of, I don't know, nine, ten days, I think. Yeah, about yeah. that, like two weeks. Almost two weeks. So the first, like, six or seven days, it's, you know, get up, run to the left, talk to B at the store, talk to Greg at his store, talk to people on the street. Who am I going to hang out with? You do that for about the first three, four hours of the game, six days. And then on Halloween... The game sort of has its first big... Spooky twist. Spooky twist. Uh, which I guess, again, spoiler warning. This is probably... Yeah, we'll talk about spoilers now. Yeah, we're gonna talk about spoilers, because there's a, you know, a kidnapping. Uh, and you're like, oh, that's crazy. That's, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And then as the game kind of goes, the game becomes less about this mundane routine, and more about the unknown and the weird creeping into what we want to be a regular... And the, just when the game is started to become, it was almost becoming too repetitious for me. It that that moment that came in, I was like, ah, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. But and this, and it's a large but. Eh, no, it's a small but. It's small. Um, <laughs> it's almost like too much of a tonal whiplash. You think? A little bit, like you know, you're playing it, and it's it's so much of the dialogue is handled so well, and it, and it moves past this, and it kind of embraces the weirdness quicker. There's a little bit, maybe for like an hour or so, in those kind of one, two days after this kidnapping on Halloween, where the game gets a little like, are you a horror game now? Are you a spooky game? Like, mm-hmm. it's a weird bit of a tonal whiplash that like, I was like, ah, kind of weird. I moved past it pretty quickly, and the game at the end goes full crazy. Just yeah. absolutely wacky, which yeah. is, you know, I, I appreciate as a fan. Did you of, like it? I, I, I did. I thought it was a little... People... It splits people. People sure. either are like, oh, okay, whoa. Or they're like, oh my god, I hate this now. It's almost like, and I get what they were... It's not, I get what they were going for, right? Because, again, mm-hmm. this game is about repetitious routine and living in your small town and wanting to be safe in your routine and then yeah. having your routine threatened by, you know, firstly by like, oh, my friends are getting jobs, my friends are moving away... My parents aren't these all-knowing people, protectors, who I thought they were. Mm -hmm. They have their own issues. It's like, okay, those are really real things, Mm -hmm. that kind of mess routine. And then the absolute, like, you know, truck hitting you of cosmic horror, (laughs) which is like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, and I kind of wish maybe they sort of, like, not not that they should, like, choose a lane, because I think it's all handled pretty well for, like, 95% of it. But it just felt like the, the, the whole, you know, there's a, a cult shows up and there's this cosmic horror in the mines that yeah. they're feeding, these like, drifters and stuff. And it almost feels like a touch too much. Yeah. Like maybe you could have leaned into more of like May sort of like dealing with, you know, her mental health issues, her disassociation. Because that's, you know, that bears uh, talking about too is that. May suffers from, you know, disassociation. She has trouble. She has mood disorders. Mood lately, disorders. Yeah. And it's, and it's all, and like that dialogue's all handled great. And you kind of learn why she left school is because she couldn't connect with people because well, she didn't yeah. see them as people. They were just like shapes and 
you know, very real serious stuff. I'm like, yeah. it really felt for her. I got pretty, that, like, I got kind of emotional. I was like, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. And then, so I think maybe sort of like her friends, again, her friends moving away, her friends getting jobs, like that could have been maybe more of a subtle way to approach and like during deal with that kind of stuff, as opposed to a semi truck of Cthulhu coming in and see, I think they, they pair. Uh, I, I, I agree. They pair. I just think it could have been handled a touch more deftly. Maybe a touch more what? Like deftly, like, like smoother, like subtle, like okay. more, more, more subtlety. Okay. That's, and it's again, very small gripe. Like it's, it's, it's handled a lot better than I'm making it sound. I'm really, yeah. I'm making it sound harsher than I mean to. Yeah. Because I do like the twists and I like the dialogue. The dialogue's all great and there's great moments that the last two hours of this game, I was like just engrossed. I, could, I was like, I have to see what happens. Yeah, like, I was so fun. into it. So I, I, but I understand why people might be split on it for sure. Yeah, no, I've seen people online be like, what I, was, I was, your, what was your first, you know, my ask, like your first reaction the first time? Like, do you remember? I don't really remember, yeah. but I remember being like the, when the kidnapping happens, cause it's, it's harvest. And it's like a little thing they do, and on Halloween, it's Halloween. They call yeah. they call it Harvest, which is kind of yeah. cute. And then um, May is just chilling by herself because everyone else has plans, and she witnesses a kidnapping. Mm-hmm. And it's also interesting that the majority of the unique animations they save for like these spooky bits, right? Yeah. yeah. Like uh, otherwise, most of the animations you see are really basic. It's her doing the same like, yeah, like sure. like things over and over again. Yeah. But then when things are crazy, they put a lot of the budget into these scenes because it's supposed to feel unsettling look how different it looks right yeah yeah. like oh my god like that was a very intricately animated kidnap scene but everything else people barely move like that and then you're supposed to feel really uneasy when you see that and i remember being like oh my god and then when he's like jumping through the fence like oh my god is he a ghost like what's going on Mm -hmm. and then i do kind of remember when you first learn about the cult and i can quickly explain that because it is a weird twist yeah. Um, so there was this like mentioned throughout the game that they have a friend named Casey who disappeared after May left for school and they assumed that he hopped a train and left town and Greg especially was really close with Casey and so was May. Right. Gre- uh, Greg uh, or Angus and B didn't know him very well, I don't think. So you never really learn what happened to Casey, and that's kind of like an ominous undertone, right? Like, they kind of, at the start, play it off like, oh, I'll miss Casey, I wish he was around. But then they find an arm outside that's unsettling, and then there's these little hints of things that something's going on. Mm -hmm. May is having um, these dreams where she's speaking to these, like, celestial beings trying to figure out what's going on. Well, she's not speaking to them, but she's seeing them and not really understanding what's going on. And then it's revealed that there is a cult made up of a bunch of men within the town who believe that there is a monster or some kind of being or God or something located in these mines underneath the town. So it used to be a mining community until there was a mine. There's a lot of anti, anti-corporation, anti-capitalist discussions about this game, which sure. I think are so interesting. Oh, I yeah. handle them really cool. Absolutely. Um, there's this, these stories you hear about... Um, a hundred and something miners died like in the 1800s in the town because there was these gas pockets um, and the bosses didn't tell the miners about it. So when they did these controlled explosions, it caused a cave in and killed like a hundred and something people, which is huge for a town that small, right? That was probably like a third of the people at the time or who knows. Mm -hmm. So that's like the undertone of that. And then there was some coal 
mining stuff. Like corporations came in to set up coal mining things. They set up a whole trolley system underneath the city, which is now flooded and abandoned because as soon as the resources were used up, they moved out, took all the jobs with them. The unemployment rate skyrocketed. It's talking about how late stage capitalism can affect really small communities and just decimate them. Sure. And it's like the food, I always look at the food donkey and there's that massive parking lot to the left of it. It's mm. like a hundred times more parking spots than are even in the town. You know right. what I mean? It's yeah. kind of, it's very like ominous. Sure. And I, I always thought that was interesting. Like they use these spaces to tell the story about like how everyone in the community is feeling before you even know that that's like kind of what the game's about. Right. It's like, oh, the food donkey's gone. What the heck? It's like, yeah, they couldn't pay for it anymore. They, they, they chucked everybody out. Like, and that, you know, that's just kind of what happens in those communities when they bum rush them with a resource, take it all away, and then leave them to deal with it themselves. Sure. So in response, the community, this group of weird men, um, instead of kind of assessing why their community is failing and maybe thinking about it that way, they decided to just kind of place it on this unnamed thing and blame that for why their community isn't working anymore so they were throwing people down in the mine shaft to feed it to to try to appease it so that their town can come back to life so they've killed 39 people in the span of a few years by throwing them down the mine shaft and then it reveals that casey was one of them that gets thrown down mm-hmm. so the reason why I just explained all that, because... I, yeah, great plot summary. Thank you. Is because I think this pairs with what May's going through pretty interestingly with all these, like, weird, complex, like, capitalist themes in the background, too. Because that sounds confusing. I hope I'm not sounding confusing. No, you're good. It's like these people are trying to go back to how things used to be. Sure. And they don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. And there's even interesting dialogue where they're saying that May's seen it too. Like, May's seen it too. Like, you've seen the Beast too. And, like, that's, like, one of the only insinuations that what May's seeing might actually be real and not just, like, her dreams. Sure. And then when May's talking about it, she's like, I think I kind of understand where they're coming from. And they're like, and Greg and them are like, what are you talking about? How can you understand what they're talking about? It doesn't make any sense. But it's because she's in a similar situation where she's trying to regress back to how something used to be. Mm-hmm. How she used to be when she was home and safe and things weren't as complicated before things got hard, essentially. And just like those people were trying to go back to a time mm-hmm. before things were hard. Sure. So she's resonating with them in like a grandeur way in this weird moment where like you get thrown into a cult in a mine and this weird stuff but for some reason it's like familiar yeah i thought that was super really like i thought that was so interesting and while i get that some people might not like this weird cult getting thrown at the very end after like a repetitious game for the first few hours i don't know i thought it like made it go like and expanded to this bigger more interesting thing sure than just one person experiencing something. It was a communal, like, individual versus community experiences of the same feeling. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. That's very well put, very well said. That was rambly as hell. No, that was good. It was good. It's just... I like the ending. Yeah, no. Great. All, all good stuff. <laughs> uh, again, great narration. No one's... I was a spit out a bunch of Great narrative. No one's disputing that. Just wish there was more gameplay. <sighs> What would you, I know this is so unfair, but like, you're also kind of being unfair. What would you add? (laughs) What am I being unfair? (laughs) 
I want my this video game, game to have gameplay. That's, game, an, that's an unreasonable ask. I'm not going to talk about what this game has and that I I've don't like. About what this game I'm going to talk about what this game needs, which is anything I can possibly think of in the whole world. I've talked about what this game has. I, I agree with you. Great music, great narration, great art style, all that stuff. I mean, if I was put a freaking puzzle in there. Make me work for my rewards. Make me feel satisfied. Scratch the... Give that little gremlin in my brain who needs satisfaction. That gremlin can chill a little. Can he just enjoy no, the ride? No, what you're saying... See, that seems to me like a cop-out kind of answer. Oh you're, you're just like, I didn't make the game. No, no, but like you you love this game and totally fair way you love it. It's yeah. a very you game. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But I think you might be getting a little bit of a pass on its issues that you're just being like, well, just let it be. That's not a good way to look at life. <laughs> let it be is fine. No, I'm not saying let it be. I'm yeah. saying, what would you add then? I want to hear what you would add to make it like... I would add, I mean, not that it needs to be a complete replica of like classic point and click. I would add puzzles. I would add making exploration, that walking to the left, be more more, more rewarding. Give me more things to find. Give me items to pick up. There's a lot of things to find. You just didn't go. I found for the it. rats. I found the rats. I was gonna bring up the rats. I found the rats. Did I you fed, feed them the I pretzel? fed them the pretzels. I stole the pretzels. I fed the rats. I you saw the... me do that. I remember. No, I didn't. <laughs> I found the tooth. Nothing happened. Oh well. Do you know what the tooth means? Did you have? Did you no. have a conversation with your dad about the tooth? I talked to my dad every day. He never told me about the tooth. At the end, in front of the house. I talked to him. He didn't even mention the tooth. The tooth was a tooth. Um. So. You find a tooth in the, in the attic, by yeah, the way. Yes, so every day you have to ask your dad to move some boxes, and yeah. finally he does, and there's a tooth. Your It was your grand, it was May's granddad's tooth that he had saved, and it was because, I don't remember if it's her granddad that did this with his other workers, or if he just had it, but there was, like, a really aggressive boss or something that did something bad, and the workers collectively rose up, beat the shit out of him, and tore all his teeth out, and each took a tooth to remember Jesus. the, um how collectively they are more powerful. Oh. Cool. Union. Unionize today. Like, right? That's like the gist of what this these game, conversations... This game is socialist propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> this game wants you to unionize right yeah. now. But yeah, okay, that's cool. that's what that means. Alright, I guess I just missed that dialogue. Maybe I wasn't paying attention. You were talking to his, your dad. The dad, you give the tooth to him and he's like really pleased and happy. And then they talk about uh, how he wants to... Um, pick it at the hand panther and then she's yeah. gonna come join him and i guess you know to be fair to how i played this game by the end of like the last five hours i wasn't necessarily going to every place i could go to i didn't go down to the tunnels and talk to the teenage i didn't go all the way to the left of the parking lot to talk to germ and his friends i didn't do all that stuff because honestly i just wanted to get through it so we could record our episode about night in the woods i wanted to beat the oh, game oh i hate to hear it but like i feel like the game could have incentivized me more to explore instead of being like like to your point like Life is boring. Life is repetitious. Do you get it? I'm like, yeah, I get it. Like, cool. Like, good good theme. Good point. I understand. <laughs> but, like, yeah. I don't mean... And this is the same problem I had with... Uh, you're play, you played Firewatch, right? Yeah, of course I played Firewatch. So, the same problem I had with Firewatch. Oh, my God. And that's well, a, don't start the That's a whole other episode, debate. but but I want to, like... That's a good one. I should make you play about Firewatch again. <laughs> I'll play it again. I like Firewatch. No, I also like... But, like, the whole Firewatch was just, like... Life isn't what you expect. It's real. Do you get it? I'm like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> like, I don't play video games for that, I guess. Some people do, though. No, and that's totally fair. I'm not trying to, like, again, like I said at the start of the episode, I wasn't trying to, like, make those people's feelings invalid. I'm just trying to tell you my feelings on this very good game. I just wish there yeah. was more 
to feed that gremlin in my brain to give him more stuff to feel satisfied. That's all. That's all. It's just so interesting how different we are, which is why this podcast works. Sure. Absolutely. You, you I mean, I replay this game, but you replay Dark Souls. So every other time I come to the living room, you're playing Dark Souls. Yeah, dude. I like, I like killing stuff and watching. I haven't used this sword with this stats yet. Let's see what happens. Different game. Different uh, game every time. I think the thing will still die. Yeah, but it dies in different ways. It dies when it goes yeah, up in the fair. air. Oh, he goes in the air. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's, again, that's, that little gremlin in my brain wasn't satisfied. But that's okay. I still really enjoyed my time with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, in terms of like, you know, quote unquote narrative exploration games, walking simulators, which which is such a dumb term. I hate the term walking simulator because I mean it's kind of but like it's kind of accurate. Is and... Zelda just a killing simulator? Is Doom a shooting Doom demon simulator? It's just, it's a it's a very I don't know. It's derogatory. It's der- yeah. It's just it's 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 bleh. It's bleh. It implies it's worse. But, like, you know, in terms of, like, narrative-focused games, this is right up there with, you know, What Remains of Edith Finch, to me, is the prime example of this genre. It is absolutely incredible, and everyone should play What Remains of Edith Finch. (laughs) Such Uh, a hofer. It's a great game. (laughs) Gone Home, another great example. Mm. And I just feel like those kind of games use the medium of video games in a more compelling way to accentuate their points than Night in the Woods does. That's fair yes i'm maybe i'm just getting tired <laughs> no i'm like you like and like you, you hate me shitting on your favorite one of your favorite games i totally get it no no i'm open-minded i'm <laughs> um, trying to listen but yeah to what you're and that's saying. like and the thing about you know this is kind of like you know it's hard to have like a long podcast about this game because there's, there's only so much you can talk about and you know even though we've, we've explained a lot of these finer story points it's still absolutely worth playing because it's those more minute littler conversations throughout the game that really make it special. That make I it think. so like like you were talking about gun wrenching. Yeah, like that conversation with B outside the bar is so oh, gun wrenching. It was I was captivated. I was emotional. It was great. And and then like learn when May is speaking to I guess it would have been B for you. She can also talk to Greg about it. But on the couch about yeah yeah, the, yeah. the when she uh, she beat a kid with a bat during sure. a baseball game. Mm-hmm. Because everything became shapes, and she just didn't understand how to how to associate those yeah. things with where she was and what was going on. You know, as a as a depiction of someone struggling with their mental health and trying to be a better person, and how hard it is to be a good person yeah. when you have these issues. The game succeeds on that front wonderfully. I thought what well, another thing that was interesting that's kind of like kind of towing the line between it's not gameplay and it's not choice Mm -hmm. but i thought it was interesting and you i was sitting with you when you're playing this part when you're with b at this party she they drive two hours to go to this party out near a university and b would love would love to go to university but she's just not able to her mother passed away and she doesn't have the money to go do it she's got to help her father who has struggling with depression and stuff at home and b kind of resents may a lot of times and you learn this the more you hang out with her that make left school and came home you know why wouldn't you be bitter about that your one most exciting dream to do you watch your friend get bored of it and come home i would be extremely frustrated so she likes to go to these parties out in the city and pretend she's a student and just feel good for like a few hours which is that's the most saddest thing and there's a minute where you're with may you're may standing with b talking to these two guys and you can tell b so desperately is trying to relate to them being Mm -hmm. students and you have options to what you want to say, but they're all terrible, and they're just throwing B under the bus, like yeah. like trying to 
almost shoot her in the foot so that you you can be her only friend back in your small town, right? Yeah, for sure. It's kind of the vibe you get from that. And I saw you trying to pick between the two choices. One would be like, B doesn't like snobby guys like you, leave her alone. Or like, there's no way she'd ever come to school here with you guys. Yeah. And you want to say like, yeah, B's the greatest. I'll let you guys talk. See ya. And yeah. like, leave her alone, do her thing. But you can't choose that because you're May. No, and that's a. I kind of liked the fact you're trapped that, and it, it's it's interesting because I'm like, ah, the shut game up. Doesn't always oh, just doesn't always let you be a good person. No, because which you're is, May. Which is that's that's yeah. May that's, has problems with that, and that's sure. super fair because that's just her character. That's just everybody has problems being a good person. It's just a very real thing. Yeah, yeah, it was very well done, for sure. Like I don't know, they do that a lot, and then like there's even a tongue in cheek one where, um, they're talking about like. I think she's talking to Greg, or I can't quite remember, but the two choices... No, she's talking to B when she's mm. home, and right. and she says, what, what's even the point of all this? And then the two options you can say to her are, um, you you always have a choice, and then the second option is, like, you're always able to choose. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're kind of tongue-in-cheek saying, like, no matter what you say right now, it's the same thing. Oh, see, there, there you go. It's a little bit of dialogue choices and gameplay mixing together with narration. That's a good example. Good yeah. job, Night in the Woods. <laughs> that's it. That's... that's- there you go. Perfect game. Forget everything I said. Absolutely perfect. Oh, it's so good. It's just it is good. So... It is good. I think it harmon harmonizes harmon harmonizes harmonizes so many things at once into this like beautiful little package that you can just experience, and the characters are so in depth and real, and like you you didn't get to see any of the Greg stuff, mm-hmm. any like. You hung out with Angus that one time, but when you do Greg stuff, you hang out with Angus more. You learn a lot more about him. Mm-hmm. You didn't do any of the germ stuff. Hang out with germ. No, germ lives on the far left side of town. I'm not running that far, man. <laughs> and Lori stuff. Who's Lori? Exactly, my guy. Is she the mouse on the roof? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I you talked can to hang her out once. With Lori. I know she was up there until I was jumping Lori stuff's the great. Yeah, no, I didn't only talk to her once. You have to talk to her two specific days, and mm-hmm. otherwise you miss it. Sure. And you have to do a whole new playthrough to get her. You see, I don't like that. What? I don't like... But there's tons of stuff like that in Dark Souls. If you don't yeah, do this, then, there, then you but lose. There, but there's hints, you know? Like, there's, like, subtle hints. Like, how am I supposed to know Lori's on the roof of the building? By exploring. I do explore. Then you just say you want more things to f- find when you explore? But also, I want, like, reasons to explore. Like, if someone... If you talk to, like, I don't know, the goat guy, it was like, oh, Lori sometimes hangs out in weird spots in town. Like, oh, I wonder who that is. Maybe I should explore more thoroughly. That would... And, like, that's a very... Kind of, bad example. That's kind of handholdy, though. Yeah, I know. I know. It's your town. You're I supposed know. to know all of it. You know. Yes, yeah, sure. And then that, and that's sort of like the the disassociation. Hey, hey, between the player and May is that we yeah. don't like you know May has all this prior baggage and stuff that we don't know about until we explore it more. But yeah. I guess you know I I would have liked to have found that character, but the game didn't tell me she was there. They didn't give me any reasons to find her. They didn't tell me, and I found her and talked to her and I hung out with her. That's that's great. It's that's, just different, right? It's different for sure. Also, I want to shout out Demon Tower. Oh, yeah, which is great because Demon Tower is the the gameplay part of this game. Oh, you should mention what it is. It's like it's like a sort of like a like a rogue like hack and slash, similar to like Binding of Isaac or Hades or mm-hmm. you know any of those rogue like top down slashers. It's a fun little game mini game you play on your computer. It's really fun. May, it's May's computer. That May's has computer. It. Yeah. Did you beat it? No. Oh, I want more gameplay. Oh, gameplay thing? 
no, thank you. I'm gonna go over here and do yeah. my loop over if, again. If the, Where's the gameplay? Game if the mini game is your main gameplay, <laughs> might be an issue in the game. Just saying. Well, they gave you some gameplay, did they not? That's a fully that's a fully made game in there. Cool. They just make that a full game. Why can't it? What's the, what's the difference? <laughs> what's the difference? You want them to sell it separate for two dollars, or just have it a night in the woods for you to play whenever you want? What's the difference there? Well, I, I'm just what are you saying. requesting? You want them to separate it? No, I'm just saying, if you're going to put like, just put a lot of effort into Demon Tower, then you probably make a pretty good like Binding of Isaac clone for 10 bucks. I'd bought that, for sure. Who, what kind of gamer are you? You want things <laughs> to be... I'm a hardcore s- gamer. You're like EA's dream. <laughs> How am I EA's dream? Let's separate everything and charge separate prices for all this separated content. That is not content. what I said. Oh, Sims 4 Cottagecore? Sixty dollars. You'd be like, yes. <laughs> and then they'd say, we're gonna combine yeah, it up with pets. A it's free. Expansion pack is the same as another game. It's a good point. Good. <laughs> There's cows. There, There's new cows in it <laughs> and stuff. I don't know. Well, that's what you just said. Separate said. the gameplay from anyway. the game I'm complaining about with oh no gameplay and give it to me for ten more dollars. What are you talking about, my guy? I'm just saying, Demon Tower was pretty fun. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you getting so obsessed? Because that pisses me off, to be quite frank. <laughs> Why? I can't do your voice again. <laughs> no, do my voice again. Everyone loves it. Where's my gameplay? <laughs> oh, what the game. heck? It's game good. designers. Where's my gameplay? Oh, here's some. I'll give you $10 for it. Like, what? Really Why good. can't it just be in there? It can be in there. <laughs> I just don't understand the logic of I'm what you just said. I'm just saying said. Demon Tower was fun. Yeah. And I would have played an expanded version of that game for probably like 10 bucks. That's all I would have all I'm saying. Okay. That's <laughs> really funny to me. Wow. That's a really good impression, man, by the way. <laughs> I'm weak. How are people going to know who's talking I on know, this show? I know, people who aren't watching the video are going to be like, wait, why is my glasses so weird? Here, here, let me do you, let me do you, Okay, sure, what let am I? Oh, uh, I'm like Twilight Princess, and Resident Evil 4 is too hard. I beat it. <laughs> I'll do you again. Dark Souls uh, is so good that I'm going to play it 80,000 times. Oh, a new game you bought for me, babe? No, thanks. I have to go play what Dark Souls. What new game did you buy for me? Uh, probably a ton. Not one. <laughs> uh, I definitely bought you, I bought you Demon's Souls. You did. Yeah, but now I... you play that a million times in a row. Sorry? That... <laughs> <laughs> We're getting wacky. Yeah, your, points, your points have been disproven. Anyway, that was fun. No, was more fun of this. Tangent. More of this. Yeah, there's nothing to talk about in this game. Oh my! Boom. I know. I'm looking at the time. I'm like, we gotta hit at least an hour. I'm not gonna hear the <laughs> well, end of it. Well, let's hit. Let, let's hit an hour. Let's maybe let's go to our viewer questions, listener questions. <sighs> there's nothing else you wanna. Didn't you have a second complaint? I already told my two complaints. My complaints about the lack of gameplay and the tonal shift are my two complaints. But you ended up kind of liking the tonal shift. I, yeah, it's fine. I just like I have like a, it's like 95 percent really good. Five percent kind of. Can I explain to you why the Greg stuff's really interesting? <laughs> you. May I please? <laughs> I mean, no, because I might go play it someday. <laughs> okay, that's a good reason. I thought you were going to say, well, no, because we're done with that. No, no. Like, it's... Do you think you'd replay it for the Greg stuff? Sure, someday, maybe. Why not? I, I like being Greg a lot. I think I lean, I'm a smidge more towards Greg. That's fair. I like Greg a yeah. lot. I mean, I didn't spend a lot of time with him, so maybe he's a great character underneath all this wacky shenanigan stuff, but I didn't get that far, and that's 
you know, it's cool that everyone's story experience with this game is different. That's a that, that that's a plus in my. You really liked Angus. Yeah, I liked Angus. He's great. And that's, that's and, and everyone in the game's another, like Angus is the best. So another gut wrenching thing with Angus is like well, don't spoil all the gut wrenching. Well, that moments. scene with that <laughs> that scene with him on top of the hill looking at stars. Yeah. yeah. Which oh the constellation stuff. Yeah, it's great. Isn't that doesn't that pair well with what May's going through, like finding meaning in shapes? Sure. Oh yeah, I didn't think about that. Cool. That's a good point. Thank you. So deep. Anyways, four minutes to kill. <laughs> yeah. I hate con- how this is I, great content. I hate fishing how, for an hour to finish. Shut up! I hate how Resident Evil. It was like, oh my god, it's been two hours, and then oh my that- god, a game with with the substance <sighs> and mechanics had so much to offer. It's crazy. Who do you think's a better protagonist, May or Leon? <laughs> I'm just like mm-hmm. May Borowski for Smash. <laughs> oh, oh my god, that'd be amazing. With oh my bat? god, she can jump. Her bat and her triple jump. And my, her getting a bat might go against her entire card arc in the game, don't you think? She's a bat in all her Just dreams. Beating people with a bat, kind of. Mm, that's a bit problematic. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Thank you for calling me out on that <laughs> thought. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I mean Leon, but whatever. No, nah, May's better. Sure. I like Leon. All right, let's go to the listener. Questions. Yeah, listener questions. We love our listener questions. If you have any questions for us, please, uh, you know. Follow us on Twitter at Game and Makeup, and every time we do one of these episodes, we always ask uh, our friends for questions, and we got a couple of good ones. Yeah, here they are now. All right, we have less questions and more general comments. <laughs> some of them positive. Indicative of the quality of the game? Who's to say? We have some questions, I said. We do have some questions. I'm being a dick. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, at Matt Thomas said, I'll go back to it eventually. As you should. I hope you should do. It's you should good. finish it. It's not that long of a game. It's like eight hours. <laughs> Michael Leary at Orange Flavored said, My take is that I need to stop stalling and finally play it. That seems like a lot of a lot of people are like, I've just never, I've heard of it. I've never I'm sure played it. A lot it. of people got it in like a Steam Indie bundle. There was or an something. itch. What was it called? Itch something bundle? Yeah. Apparently, a lot of people got it through that. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, yeah. Our friends. <laughs> what? what? Yeah. Yeah, it is good. It's true. Our friends at uh, Level Zero Pod, which are another great podcast, you have to definitely check out. They just launched uh, Season 2 and with their oh, History sick. of Sega episode, which you should all listen to. Oh my god. It's great. But uh, they said, this game is all charm and a bag of chips, as allows, me to navig- as allows May to navigate her past in a nonchalantly, not going to let it affect me kind of way. Mm. Uh, did you go into the game expecting to dislike this, this attitude, or were you sold on the premise right away? Did you leave more or less annoyed? That seems like it's aimed at you. Yeah, it's a great question, uh, Level Zero. Uh, and it's uh, a great question. I had to actually think about it for a second. It's so good, I gotta think. I mean, so I kind of came into this game with some prior notions when I had played with Haley a few years ago. And what notions did you have then? It was that it was like that it was sort of like I said, like more of like a life is strange, wacky, like mm. nobody talks like this kind of way, okay. or like you know, it's it's the, like. You know how life is strange for like thirty-five-year-old men writing teenagers. And yeah. It's like that's not how they talk. Yeah. Um. And I sort of got. And when we played it a couple years ago, I, I wasn't that into it. You know, because we were playing it together. Because I was doing the voices. No, no, it's more like a game like this. This more of a slow narration. Because I was doing the voices. <laughs> Let me answer my question. The sort of slow narration style kind of game is better played alone. I think. Oh. Just in just in, just just my personal taste, like I can I can immerse myself and kind of give. No, it's fine, but give the characters my own kind of voices and impressions in my head. Mm. Um, 
so like when I went to the game expecting, I was like, okay, I just got to kind of get through it because he wants me to play every game, make up. And then I got very into it as it went on, like I said. Um, so the premise of like a girl going back to her small town, exploring the past, like I said, I resonated with as someone from a small town who like I've gone back several times and been like, oh man, that place that used to be this is now this, and that place burnt down, and that guy oh, moved yeah. away, and that guy got married, and like, oh my god, it's crazy. That, and that guy, guy is a kid. That guy went to jail. Like yeah. it's it's all very real stuff that I uh, I really liked. Um, and I left. Did I leave more or less annoyed? No, I left very satisfied at the end of the game. <laughs> Smiling and satisfied. From a character and like dialogue perspective, absolutely. From like the stuff the game is aiming to succeed at, I think, or in my opinion, aiming to succeed at, I think I came away very impressed and not annoyed at all. I like that. I love that playing with that thought of leaving somewhere and coming back, and it's the same but it's different. Absolutely, that's such an interesting concept. Like, it makes me think of that Rebecca Sugar song mm-hmm. in, from Adventure Time called Everything Stays. Oh, yeah. And it's, like, the whole premise of the song she wrote it was she, by mistake, left a toy mm-hmm. out in the garden. Sure. And she forgot about it for months. And then it stayed in the exact same place. It didn't move. But by the time she found it and went out to pick it up, the back of it had been stained white from the sun. Mm. So it's, like, nothing touched it. It just existed. But everything changes over time, even if it stays still. Right. That's so interesting. It's poignant. It absolutely is poignant. And obviously, I think just a quick note that this game obviously owes a lot to, like, the animation and the art style is beautiful, as we said, but I think it definitely owes a lot to, like, cartoons. It's very cartoony Mm -hmm. in a very adult kind of way, like Adventure Time and Steven Universe and other, you know, kids' cartoons that are are enjoyed by adults, certainly. This is an adult game, though. Oh, for sure. Don't let your eight-year-old play this. No. They'll be like, first of all, they'll be fucking bored. Where's my Fortnite <laughs> gun? When does May do the Fortnite dance? <laughs> she should. May does have some nice dances. Yeah. Where's Thanos? <laughs> Where's Thanos? Oh. Uh, <laughs> that was nice. That was a nice moment we just had. Haley. <sighs> Next question. Thank you very much, Level Zero Pod. Thank again. you. Check them out. Those guys are great. Uh, Chris Babino, another friend from another podcast. Hello, Hyrule. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. He says, love this game. If you could pick any character outside of May to get their own spinoff game, which would you choose, and what type of game would it be? Love this question. This is by such the a way, good Chris. question. You want to go first? Mm, yeah, I suppose. <sighs> good, because you are. <laughs> oh, what I choose? I probably be, but I kind of want to say Greg when him and Angus moved to Bright Harbor. Oh yeah. Because I want to see what those two get up to. I, I'd play that sequel. Yeah, right? Like, Because sure. they're going on to something different. And that's kind of almost like the antithesis of the f- themes of the first game. It's like instead of coming home and doing similar things, they're going somewhere new and trying to live their life as queer people in a bigger town where they're not the only two queer people in their small liminal space. True. Like, what? That'd be super interesting. I yeah. would love to see that. And probably they would start the game and go right every day. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. That's my I, answer. Yep. I would absolutely play that sequel. Right? Night in the Woods devs, if you're making another one, it's a good pitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, They're guess, working on something. Oh, for sure. I guess for me, I'm just thinking of like, maybe like a, like a Stardew Valley-esque, or like Harvest oh. Moon-esque, like it's B trying to like keep her store going and like, like keep, keep, it, keep it profitable, <laughs> but she has to like, you know 
balance the books and stuff do all these like little tasks like in stardew valley maybe she has to go into like to the mines that are outside the town to get i don't know how material it, yeah i don't know like a stardew valley-esque b simulator not b as in b-e-a not b as in b-e simulator it's a different game that is a different the beast i know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> the b simulator yeah like a b harvest moon stardew valley-esque game where you have to like keep your business going and help your dad suffer that's so depression. sad because she's trying to escape that yeah, but that's life. Oh my god, what a nihilistic that's the whole, that's game. That's the whole point of this game. Is like Life gets in the way of life, and you gotta do stuff that you don't want to do. Absolutely. That is true. Which is a sad, which is sad, but very true. It's just a bummer game. I think it'd be a big, big fat bummer. Would, would you say this game isn't a big fat bummer? It's like, well... I would say it's a big, it's, it's a bummer. It's not a it ends bummer. cautiously optimistic, but sure. still nihilistic. Yes, absolutely. It's sad, and it's like existential dready, but you're, but she seems like she's in a better spot at the mm-hmm. end than she is at the start, so... Definitely. I don't know, it's kind of a happy ending. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Uh, alright, so Sincerely Eric has a question for us. Do-do-do... Mm-hmm. As for Night in the Woods, is it the Garden State of indie games? I don't know what that means. Never seen Garden State. Zach Braff's 2004 seminal indie classic about what happens. So it's like this dude who goes back to it. It's actually very seminal. It's actually a very fair question. Really? He goes back to his uh, childhood home, which is in New Jersey, for his mom's funeral, hmm. and you know has to, you know, do a bunch of stuff. Yeah. We look at the whole plot of Garden State, but uh, yeah, it's a very I think. It could be the Garden State of, video, of indie games. Um, Sounds like it is. It's got a great soundtrack, much like much like Night in the Woods. bunch of bunch of stuff by the Shins and other indie cool bands. Oh, um, yeah, it's a good. We should watch sometime. It's a good okay. movie. And we should mention that uh, Eric has a podcast, Calm Down Nerd. Also, yeah. shout outs to Calm great Down podcast. Nerd. Great podcast. All our podcast friends give oh, us great we questions. Have podcast friends. We do. R.I.P. Game Query though. <laughs> the real goat. They can, they contributed nothing to this podcast. Gone too soon. I wish <laughs> I wish they had. Blake and AJ are real gamers. They don't play. Night they don't play. Night <laughs> I think Blake likes it. I think he's uh, played I'm it. sure he does. I'm yeah. just being I'm just being facetious. But yeah, thank you, Eric, for the question. I I would say it's very similar, if not definitely, the Garden State of indie games. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And I know these aren't comments, but it's just um, Brian of the Draft Punk says, "I love this game." Yes. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Brian. You and Haley can love this game together. Hell <laughs> yeah, yeah, brother. <laughs> I think that's all. <laughs> that's I all. wanted to end on that high note. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, great questions again. Thank you. If you want to submit questions to the show, please follow us at Game and Makeup on Twitter mm-hmm. or join various discords that we post at. We mostly post from. in the Game Query Discord. Absolutely. So you can look up Game underscore Query on Twitter to find that Discord if you'd yeah. like and join us there. We love, we try to field as many listener questions as we can, so we hope you do contribute for the games we Let's talk about. Let's be real, we say it to everyone. We do. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Uh, well, that was all great. Haley, final thoughts on Night in the Woods? Do you want me to give my final thoughts and then you give your final thoughts? It's usually how we do it on this Yeah, show. I do that, because then we end on a bit of a positive note. All right, so I'm going to end on a positive note. Okay. I'm going to try my best. So You don't in... have to, it's fine. No, no, because... Uh, Overall, I walked away very positively from Night in the Woods. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was going to. Yeah. Which and like the thing is, when I when I kind of rag on games, it's only because I want them to be. It's only because I enjoy them anyway. Like it's so much like a game that I just outright hate. I don't even want to talk about because it's like it just yeah. sucks, right? That's yeah. not. 
you know. What's an example? I mean, that just sucks, and I hate it. Yeah. I don't know, like Superman 64. Like, I don't know, it's <laughs> a bad game. Yeah. But Night in the Woods is... Where Bomberman are. <sighs> I didn't play that. I love Bomberman 94, but that's not what we're talking <laughs> Sorry, about. Sorry, that was such a random thing. <laughs> Super Bomberman are. That'd be a fun game makeup. No. Episode. Don't. Uh, <laughs> I already reviewed it. But I really enjoyed my time with Night in the Woods. If you are like someone a lot like me and you, you know, enjoy seeing the numbers go up and you have that gremlin in your head like I've been talking about that wants the high scores and the dodge rolls and the parries that come with like more gameplay focused video games, you're probably not going to find it here, which is totally fine. But if you know, if you really like fall vibes and great dialogue, fantastic vibes, excellence music, a game that's going to make you think and make you emotionally hit you in a lot of ways i would absolutely recommend night in the woods if you're looking for something that's you know especially a game that if you have a you know a partner or a friend who's not super into video games this is a great entry point i think i think i've watched my friends who don't play games love this game yeah and i can totally understand why it's absolutely worth playing even if uh if if you didn't listen to any of the spoilers we talked about or if you did, you still want to play it. I would still recommend it because again, it's those little dialogues. Like as much as I describe the cult, like you, it hits so different with the dialogue. Yeah, absolutely. And I like undersold that scene to be honest. Sure. So yeah, Night in the Woods, good game. You should definitely play it. I didn't hate it. Got some problems with it, but I think it's very, very good. I'm glad you beat it because I yeah. remember when we were playing it together, mm-hmm. and I was doing the voices, which I won't do anyway because you don't like them. I didn't say that. You said. Yeah. <laughs> I could tell you weren't into it, and it's because we were still in the early repetitious bit. Yeah. And the the payoff does come and yeah. It, and it's it, not even like that bit's bad. No, no, it's just it's 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 got a point to make. I get what they're going for. Yeah. I understood it more on this playthrough and I I and you know, since then I've played a lot more narrative focused, you know, quote unquote walking simulators or narrative yeah. uh, games. And I think this game does it very well. And it's very, very good. And you should play it. I think you should play it, too. I'm very excited that you finally beat it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one of those I-might-get-a-tattoo kind of games. Oh, yeah? I love this game. I think... I just... I've rarely connected to a piece of media like I do with this game, and I think I've explained why and like, and all those weird reasons where it resonates with me. Sure. But there's something else about it, and it's almost like it ties into the themes, how comforting this is. It's like I go back to it over and over again. And it's almost like that's the point of the game, too. So it's, like, weird. It's, like, these extra layers of, like, comfort and repetition. I play it every year. Just, like, May goes back and does her loop every day. And it's, like, oh, I don't know. It's almost, like, this cosmic perfect thing that just fits my brain really well. And that's why I love it so much, I think. Kind of like a cosmic gumbo. <laughs> no, it's Thanksgiving dinner without turkey, remember? <laughs> A gumbo without is that, the is that what we're gonna call this episode? Is that it's Thanksgiving dinner without the well, turkey? Well, we didn't really come back to that analogy quite no, much, we'll call, did we? we'll call it something We'll better. figure it out. I'm sure you'll see the title before yeah. you hear us talk about this. Yeah, I like highly, I highly, highly recommend it. But again, it might not be for you because if you're like a guy like Michael, then it doesn't scratch your gremlin itch. And if your gremlin is, you know, at the forefront of your inside-out table. Like, you know, fear and, oh, yeah, and you know, your, sure. your gremlin is going like this. <laughs> dials. If he's at the forefront, then this won't be fun. But I, if 
you're open to new things or if you like narrative driven games, oh, must play. If you if you like Definitely. narrative games and you've missed out on this somehow, I really recommend it. It's super good. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And well, it just came out on iOS. It did just come out. I think that was actually Preston asked us that question on Twitter too. We didn't get to it. Oh, sorry. sorry. Sorry, Preston. But he asked, did it come out on iOS? It did like two weeks ago That's at the so time weird. of this recording, which is really weird. But it's weird that we came somehow back fitting to it. that we came back to it because it, it's available on PC, PS4, Switch. I assume Xbox. I don't know, but probably. Mm-hmm. And now iOS. So you have no excuse. Yeah. So you should play it. And then this is a fun thing I thought we could do at the end is what we're playing right now. What we're playing right now? Yeah. What are you playing oh. right now, Michael? <laughs> oh my god, this is, so, this, is a, this is a surprise. This is a big surprise. Uh, I am currently playing... You're no not more... playing Night in the Woods anymore. No, I'm finished Night in the Woods. I'm playing too much Pokemon Unite. Uh, way too much Pokemon Unite. And I'm also working my way through No More Heroes 3, and I'm highly enjoying it. Oh, you it. love that. It's great. Everyone should play it. No one's Everyone's sleeping on No More Heroes 3. I've seen no one talking about uh, it's, it. And it's a shame, because it's awesome. Interesting. By far my game of the year. Interesting. Yeah. How about you? What are you playing? I'm playing, uh, I'm ch- I just recently went back and got the Platinum for uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift oh, yeah. Apart. Ratchet. I've been meaning to go back and do that because it was an easy breezy, beautiful Platinum. It was easy. And then I'm going back and trying to get the Platinum for Miles Morales now. Spider-Man Miles Morales. Spider-Man Miles Morales. Nice. And I also am plugging away at my Red Dead 2 Platinum, which is quite literally taking me three years. But- and you're going to start playing the next game makeup game. Which we won't reveal we right won't now. We won't reveal. You have to go follow us at Game and Makeup on Twitter. But soon, because we want to start revealing those quicker, so you guys can play, maybe play along with us and give your opinions and talk. That'll about be amazing. This. That's yeah. true. So look for that soon. Michael, where can people find you on Twitter? People can find me at Mike P Tucker on Twitter. I tweet about mostly video games and the Toronto Maple Leafs. We love them. We love them. <laughs> you love them. <laughs> Just me to the point where it's 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 awful. No, it's cute. Yeah, I'm Haley Fax on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I tweet about games and also the law. The law. Because I like the law and I work in law. Cool. And video games as they relate to the law. And, yes. And again, please follow us at Game and Makeup on Twitter if you want to tweet at us. Tell us how you like the episode. Did you like the episode? Do you agree with us? Disagree with us? Leave a comment down below. Tweet at us. We want to hear it. Please like the comment video. and subscribe. <laughs> Like, comment, subscribe. If you're listening to this on our audio feeds, we also post this to audio feeds. Give us a review. Make sure you subscribe because we'd love to have you. Oh, man, we're being pluggy. Are we, we getting to that point? The bills are due. The bills are due. Yeah, we make absolutely zero dollars from this, so don't worry. And why would we? This is a, we, we, we do not prepare well. <laughs> All right, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> thanks very much for watching. Thank you for watching, everybody. We'll see you soon. Did we make up? I think so. I think we did. We All didn't right. even fight that much. No. It's okay. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.